What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 16 of Bob. Tonight, we finally have on the one, the only, Harley. Not going to say the last name, even though you can find her on our Facebook page, where you should be joining us. <laughs> you can talk about, honestly, just weird stuff. We talked about, do you sit to wipe or do you stand to wipe last time? And do you fold your toilet paper or do you scrunch it? So, you know, come join the conversation. Highly important conversations. Cognitively challenging us, I will tell you that. They make you think critically. <laughs> no, for real, though. You guys should join the conversation on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter, Run by Harley. And you can also, that's it, pretty much. Um, <laughs> you can download our episodes on any any platform that hosts podcasts. You can find us. Just type in. Well, I don't know if it's any, but there's a, there's a significant amount. We need to mention this real quick, too. Um, I... Don't know if it was a mistake or something. I say, but we're not just Band of Bearded Brothers on there anymore. It's UFO Band of Bearded Brothers. We might need to change that. I don't know if, like, when I was type doing an episode, I added that on accident one night. But if you're on there right now, you might have to type in UFO Band of Bearded Brothers. But it's technically Band of Bearded Brothers. We're, I'll, we'll get it switched over. Um, so yeah, I think I saw something like I that. I don't know on, why that happened. So Spotify. I thought you changed it intentionally. No, I was try. I, I didn't even. Someone brought it to my attention literally like two weeks ago, and I forgot to bring it up. So, anyways, in this episode, there's going to be a little bit of an echo. Right now, you're not hearing it. You're getting good, clean quality audio. Enjoy it while it lasts, because we unfortunately nothing we could do is on her end. We did we did have a few hiccups, but we try to make it as good as we can. Maybe with yeah, Micah's little magical fingers. Yeah, hopefully I'll be able to get most of it out of there. We'll yeah, see. we'll see. So, um, but in this episode, we talked about mainly parenting, believe it or not. We had no real set plan in this one, and it led into us talking about parenting to begin. Well, I mean, we were supposed to talk about Jack the Ripper. We were supposed to talk about Jack the Ripper, but who follows our plans? <laughs> Come on. Anyways, we're rebels. Um, so, Jack the Ripper, not on the table. Parenting was on the table for a while, and then I think trump basically was like the second part of that top well the coronavirus so parenting coronavirus then trump in politics yeah. politics major, as a millennial major things that everybody likes to hear about yeah so yeah 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 get excited guys and oh um right now let you know next episode is going to be about skinwalker rancho so micah break out that textbook start doing my yeah, research he's trying to do his research we're just gonna be a two-part thing because like i'm doing one part of it he's doing part of it we're super excited we have no idea how it's gonna go and then we're gonna get on there and talk about jack the ripper so uh it'll make sense <laughs> <laughs> keep lying to you guys because uh, well, i guess that's just what we do now but uh no this was an exciting episode i was glad we finally were able to make it happen and uh have the conversation and next time we're going to get Harley set up with the camera too. Unfortunately, we weren't able to get that in place. So if you're listening to audio, it doesn't matter to you. So, oh yeah, that's our other thing they can watch us on YouTube. We have our own YouTube channel now. Um, describe to them how they actually need to look it up though, because Christina checked in and she had a hard time actually finding us. Well, I mean, yeah, you're going to have a hard you have time to actually finding type it. it like, in. We, we have like, yeah, I think maybe ourselves it up right as subscribers. <laughs> I'm not sure. I haven't checked. Uh, it out I yet. think we were maybe like twenty something views, maybe. Um, yeah. So it's it, it probably gonna be really hard to find. We can post a link to Facebook. We'll, on it, yeah, so. we'll post a link. But I mean, um, if you're listening and you're not part of the Facebook page, you just need to type in "Band of Bearded Brothers," yeah. but all one word. It's not spaced out, and at the beginning of each name, it's a capital letter. So capital B for band. I don't, I don't think that portion matters. Oh really? I thought that's yeah. I don't think it matters. And I'm not. 
I'm not a hundred percent. I'm not a hundred percent sure if there's no spaces. There might be spaces. There might not be spaces. I don't. I don't really no matter remember. What, we're totally prepared. So, uh, but we we can't make. I can't make a custom URL yet. Um, because we haven't. Uh, I don't we're gonna know, get those subscribers ourselves or we're something. Gonna a, we're gonna get those numbers <laughs> up, and then we can maybe we, we need, can do that. Yeah. Yeah, eventually we'll be able to make it something easy, but yeah. uh, right now it's a bunch of good fobbled numbers after youtube.com forward slash blah. Yeah, pretty um, much. So, yeah. But, all right, well, let's right. dig into this episode. You guys enjoy. Um, and as we mentioned on this, if you are another listener, I've already had a couple that have been reaching out to me and sharing stuff that I wouldn't mind eventually bringing on as well. So the more you guys share on our page, the more you reach out to us as individuals, the more likely you might be to come on as a guest if if you know we feel it'd be if a that's fit. something so, you're interested in yeah and if you're um, interested in that and uh i think that's it so you guys enjoy your evening enjoy your weekend or it's probably the end of the weekend by the time you're listening to this but uh we're going into the weekend baby so uh you guys have a good night and we'll be back to talk to you about skinwalker ranch next week roll film peace <laughs>
on the inside, it literally felt like it was just burning, like from the inside out, just burning. And I was like, oh, okay, I, I'm definitely dying. And then my instant reaction was, I have the Rona. So, <laughs> so my, I was like, fuck, man, I didn't even go nowhere and I have the Rona. So I like drove myself and the first hospital was like, you're fine. And I was like, hmm, no, I'm not. So I went to another hospital and they basically were like, you're fine. So I got home and woke Nate up for four nights in a row crying. And Nate was like, you know, I'm not a fucking doctor. And I don't know what you want me to do. Stop bothering me. Cool. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> Supportive. Yeah, so I just toughed it out. Yeah. I was like, all I wanted was comfort. And he was like, you're waking me up. Okay. Well, go back to bed then. I'm going to die. So, I don't really know. You know what, know. man? Uh, I've got work at six. So if you could figure this out for me literally him <laughs> he's like you know i gotta work in a couple hours i'm like oh it's fine i'll just die it's okay it's fine i mean you live so yay <laughs> we didn't die <laughs> I, I was like oh okay so i don't know really what was wrong i still have no answers but it has kind of calmed down a little bit and i haven't woke nate up in like four nights without well, thank God. Without crying. I mean, that yeah, was our real concern. That was the real concern. When you started to initially tell yeah. the story, I was like, what about Nate's sleep schedule? Because that, you know, for me too, I was initially concerned. <laughs> well, I mean, well, you can probably relate with your sleeping sleep. duty needs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they've you been asleep. Uh, <laughs> God knows when. Real. Really oh, intense. he went to bed at like, what time? Did he go to bed at 3 a.m.? Didn't get out of bed until like 3 p.m.? I'm pretty sure there's been at least twice in the last six weeks where I, I didn't get out of bed till 3 p.m. But there have been several times where I didn't go to bed at all. There's been at least five times I just stayed up for 30, 36 hours or whatever and then went to bed it's at an least adult. The next He makes good Living choices. your absolute best life. <laughs> Living your best life during the Rona season. <laughs> Can I think it? So Christy and I were talking about this today. Do you think in any small way, shape, or form... Once we're back to work, even though I kind of, as much as I hate to even admit it, I kind of miss work a little, that routine, do you think we're going to look back and be like, aw, I miss quarantine? Like, just any small part of our No. Life. No. no. Um, <laughs> Absolutely not. I mean, I'm no. not, not going to miss being able to not get out of bed at 4.30 in the morning, but, you know. Yeah, that part's going to suck. But the, yeah. just, I, okay, this is so weird for me, too. I feel like it snuck up on me, like. It's crazy that we've been in the house. Like, I don't feel like it's been that long. It's been well over a month. Excuse me, I think it's been a I month. I don't know how neither of you feel like it's not been that long when you both have, like, toddlers. I am losing my mind. But then again, you guys are all... You guys are all... Oh, oh I think we just lost her. We're going to have to add her back. Oh. We should have never tempted the podcasting gods. Yeah, you shouldn't have. Hey, for those of you that are listening, as you can tell, we're not the problem. I'm going to tell you right now, it's her. You know, Crystal. The echo is sound? gone. It's totally her. <laughs> she said it wasn't. She's lying. I'm just uh, I think it's just because of the phone. I think it does something yeah, screwy and it's sending, sending audio back for some reason. Which is kind of yeah. what we had our problem for a while there yeah. was. So. Well, I think it's too if if the because in her situation, both her mic and her earphone. Oh, what's she's up? Back. That might that might <laughs> happen once or twice. It's happening. okay. 
it might happen. We 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 let everybody already know about it, and it is what it is. This is this is a uh, podcasting during Rona time. This is everybody's using the internet and weighing it down. <laughs> Plus, I don't okay, think but anyways, not, yeah, go ahead. Did you did you guys hear anything I said? Like, are you guys all? You didn't know how we work? were doing it with with toddlers and yes we yeah, all and then are. you started you started with a toddler comment and then it cut off right there um okay i was gonna say because i think britney's still essential right she's still working at so essential Howie's, uh, right hoagie hoagie man yeah um whatever she whatever. is now they closed down for, <laughs> they closed down for a little bit <laughs> and then uh they just opened back up actually yesterday they were super busy. See, that's probably that's probably why I'm losing my mind more than you guys because Nate is essential. So like, I've been home with my kid mm. for since like March 15th, <laughs> and I'm not a mo- I'm not a mom to want to be a stay. I I'm not a stay at home mom kind of mom. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not very fun. I, do. I mean, I, I understand the frustration with it, but I've, I've gotten lucky enough. We've gotten some breaks from our kids. Uh, I don't I don't spend 24 hours a day with them. Um, Must be nice. Yeah, we actually, we had, we had no kids yesterday night. We have no kids tonight. Wow. So, oh, yeah. We're, we're, I mean, we're getting some booze tonight, I think. We're going to. Nice. Uh, I mean, that's I'm not going to get, like, plastic. Okay, <laughs> we get what you're saying. It's okay, we get it. 10 p.m., you got to be off. We heard you. Oh, yeah. 10 p- yeah, I mean, Brittany's going to be home about 10 p.m., so. Oh, you definitely. That's, yeah, yeah, I got to be got to be done. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's been tricky for everybody. Handling <laughs> it in different ways. Um, I will admit, that's the only part that has sucked. All the time with the kids has been great, but it's also been a little bit, like, man. Every once in a while, you're just like, you know, just a just a break, and especially like Christina, because we got yeah, you know the toddlers. I feel and that. Uh, Brooklyn's only yeah, just you've over got two three months. children. Jesus. Yeah. I, like, <laughs> I, I think, Micah, what's going on is I feel like it like bl- do the blur your background, click it on your Skype, and then I see if it'll fix it for you. For you, for those of you that are just listening and can't see, Micah's camera has been totally fine this whole time functioning no issues the minute we said all right let's go live it was like um i'm, I'm telling you blur your try blurring your background like a, it might zoom like focusing on you can't remember how to but anyways it's in your setting bars down on the bottom right um background so so anyways for those of you that might be listening to this um like i said if you do what Harley has done and, and kind of share and promote on the show, and you're bringing good for, forth good content, then uh, you know maybe you reach out to us, we reach out to you, and you, we might have you on the show as a guest. So um, that's basically it in a nutshell. So thank you, by the way, though, Harley. I am. I, how did you, if you don't mind her asking, how did you find us originally? Because I don't, did I send you an invite? I don't remember if I did or I didn't. Maybe I don't know. I think. Oh no! I think somebody shared. I one of the one of the women, either Tommy or Christina or Brittany, shared it. So then I went on there, and then I shared it, and Tommy was like, "That's what good friends are for." And then she tried uh, taking my place, but we all know, like, right. yeah. <laughs> what happened, Tommy? I mean, she called you out, so I don't think we've heard from Tommy in a while. Uh, she got she promoted was... to be a manager, so she, yeah, she she's been working a lot. Training. 
Uh, she had like six now. weeks of training up north somewhere. I gotcha. Yeah. Well, that, and I think she is now, but she said that her place of work is open every day until close. And I mean, it's a sports bar, so their close is like nine to 10 o'clock at night. So, I mean, and right. it's just to carry out. It's all it is is carry out. So, I mean, crap. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, we actually, I broke down, and I did get carry out today for the first time from the place I don't like to say. It starts with the M word, but my kids were really missing oh, it. Geez. And, uh... That's your first like, time? That's, that's like our time, everyday lunch. No, this was our first time. Uh, we we uh, got them some Happy Meals, and then we hit Taco Bell. And honestly, man, I oh, I've been hitting fast food since like the day <laughs> quarantine hit. I hate cooking so freaking much; it's not even funny. All I hate like saying it because I'm like, oh, the, you I'm could straight t- up just like feeding my kid the worst food, but I can't even say. It. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't even kid. Like, oh. You could tell too which guys wanted to be there, and which ones didn't. Like the McDonald's people were pretty happy and chill, but like Taco Bell, I could barely hear them they did like they just mumbled and like shut literally shoved the food through the door like in this bucket thing and like <laughs> i mean to be, fair, to be fair though th- think about think about the scenario here like the whole cares act and whatnot people on unemployment are making almost a grand a week and yeah, these people probably. that are essential are still making their garbage paychecks and they no, still I gotta agree. go to work i, like, I agree that's that's kind of sucky so and, Except I mean, for me, that man, I got so mad at unemployment. I was not even. I'm not even gonna talk. Oh, got approved, I, and I got my set dollar amount, and then they took it away from me five weeks in. And I was like, what? really? Okay. I'm pretty yeah. sure I've yet to like, receive oh, okay. an unemployment check. I probably should call them this Monday. I haven't either, but I can't get. I can't get a hold of them. Like it, I can't yeah. get through. So. Yeah. Well, see, I never actually got money, but like on my account, it says you got approved for this weekly, like this much is coming in. So I got approved March 17th and I haven't seen any money. So then I went in like the other day and it was like, just kidding. You're denied. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) okay. Ah, we have a reviewed profile. We make a mistake. (laughs) So bad. I'm hoping they at least give Uh, me something. uh, Yeah. You know. I know if I gotta, I need to go get a job or what. Like, I gotta try to find a job at Walmart or. Yeah. We're gonna have to figure out something with the kids because Brittany has work and I don't know. It's gonna be totally complicated, but hopefully they just they're just like you know what? Yeah, we verified that you do currently have a job. I'd be happy if it all uh, just comes in like one lump sum. I'd be happy about that if like the past five to six weeks just like boom. Be a nice little pop, but anyways. <laughs> the uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. So from eating the fast food, um, we all felt like terrible afterwards. Not like sick, but it was kind of weird how just taking that roughly six week break or whatever from fast food, eating it for the first time was like, oh my god, <laughs> like this is terrible. This does not make <laughs> like it tastes okay, but it, like I, I it did is not feel super, great yeah, afterwards. it is super like, greasy and it doesn't. <clears throat> It doesn't make you feel good if you haven't eaten it in a long time. Yeah. I always yeah. find it interesting people get so... Uh... I can't say the same, but... 
so pissy about what other pe- what other parents feed their kids. Like, I think it's a difference if you're just like if you walk in on a parent and the kid's like eating a five pound bag of Skittles and like a two liter of Pepsi. But other than that, or Mountain Dew, might as well do it right. Um, point being, <laughs> why you gotta be hating on Skittles? My point being, that might be really bad. But I just think it's funny that other parents get. I shouldn't say parents. People who do not have children get very fired up about what your children that are not theirs are eating. And uh, I don't know. I just. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Interesting sometimes. (sighs) Oh, that is the most annoying, like, parental, parental, like, subject. Like, what happens with my kid and people put their incense, like, in stupid sense in there. (laughs) And it's like, listen. Yeah, I said incense, and I was like, oh, that sounds like incest. <laughs> so. They're coming in, burning like sage. Like, oh. and they're just like, incense, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's fine. They put their incense and their two cents in. They put stuff where they shouldn't put it, okay? <laughs> they come in shaking like I... a, uh, What do they call those crap? Like the Wiccan people? Like the, the oh, the people that perform seances, they have like the little beads instead of the, the rocker. They shake it. It's like a maraca thing or whatever those are called. I have no idea what it's called. And, hey, I took too long to explain it. You're, you're Keep going, Harley. We interrupted you. Go ahead. Oh, I was cool. <laughs> uh, but no, like with my kid, she doesn't get juice. Like, well, she does rarely, but she doesn't get juice. She gets water. She gets her veggies. She, she, she gets her vegetables. Mind you... We eat, like, a bunch of fast food, but she gets, like, the apples and the healthy apple juice with her meal. And everyone's like, ah, but she can have juice. She's almost three. I'm like, but, like, I don't know. But, like, not. I get so mad. Like, especially my mom. She gets so freaking mad at me when I'm like, don't give her that. She's like, she'll be, she'll live. You ate it. I'm like, okay. It is pretty much Uh, just just like I'm just going to punch you in the throat. (laughs) It's, It's pretty bad. It's funny, I, my wife, okay, babe, if you're listening, I love you, first of all. I don't think she'll ever listen to the show, I, but I'm putting these disclaimers out in case she does. I love you, but I watched my wife straight up lie to the doctor the one time, because she's like, and we're limiting juice and pop, this is like when we first had Liam as a toddler, right? Like, he's not, and she's like, yeah, like, that's a treat, juice is a treat, and I was like, what the, are you Are you sure? <laughs> I've seen him walking around with just Where? <laughs> But anyways, it is kind of funny. I, I, Man, listen, I, I do that to the doctors too, though. Like, I don't want their judgment. Just see if she's healthy and we're fine. Yeah, <laughs> like, my kid exercises. Totally. We can make yeah. him go run and everything. <laughs> I hand her a piece of trash. She throws it away. So her walking in the trash can, that's her exercise. Like... <laughs> Oh, I feel bad. Uh. The, uh, <laughs> what was the other thing that I, I felt bad about the one time? It was something to do with the doctor, but it was still one of the same thing as far as being just that overall feeling of, oh, what I was going to say is I think the best advice that we ever got from somebody else was at our baby shower, the very first one. And they basically just wrote in saying like, hey, you know, we're all like, we're all winging it. So don't <laughs> take it. Just do what you think is best as a parent for your child. And take everybody's advice with a grain of salt because we're all ultimately kind of winging it. And I've always kind of tried to remember that when, like, even offering advice to anybody else because, like, I don't know their situation. I don't know their kid. I don't know what, you know, we all kind of have basic ideas of what probably, you know, will and will not work and what should be corrected. But 
ultimately that i mean it's your kid like you are producing this product so whatever comes from that is a bit on you you know <laughs> see i don't try to tell nobody what to do with their kid because if they try to tell me anything size nate's probably gonna be right next to me and he's probably gonna throw a gasket at him like he's gonna flip out for some for some reason he hates it being told even though i'm the one that mainly like raises not in a bad way but like I'm more prominent in Paisley's life, and he's like, "Oh, you freaking said!" So I don't try, <laughs> I don't try to say anything like to any parent except for car seats, man. Car, like people posting pictures of their kids like car seat, like un, like strapped way wrong. I'm like, "Ooh, I need to say something." Yeah, that's, that's dangerous. And you know, there's things too. There's certain things. <sighs> well, see, and this is where it gets weird because I wish I'd remember this too. I agree with what you're saying for us. Like, I don't really want to tell someone how to raise their kid because in that same breath that I might be suggesting something do it's like, if I had to flip the table, do I want to hear their suggestion? You know what I mean? But it's hard with certain things. Like I didn't comment on the video, but like that video where the girl was screaming and then spit on her mom is for people to be like, you know, there's no reason to even think about correcting this kid. They're just tired. And perhaps, but like, Man, I don't know. Mm. Like spitting is like mm. drawing a lot. Spitting and biting. You get to spitting and biting, which children do, prominently in the beginning. At least ours did. Um, they try at least once or twice. They're gonna try. And if you just treat it as now, now, they're gonna bite you again. Like you have to. There needs to be some sort of action. At least for ours, that's how it worked. Again, I'd always tell people that. I, I mean, just, I was always taught, funny. "You bite me, I bite you." <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, that, my, my mom was mean, like man. <laughs> my boss was mean. <laughs> <your boss bit. laughs> well, I bit him first, technically. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, <What>? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, you're right. That whole line of like, it's weird that we remember hearing all of our grandparents tell our parents that, like, bite them back. Like, isn't that weird that our grandparents had no problem saying that? <laughs> Beat that child. Take the belt off and beat the fear of God into them. Like that was a prominent. I feel like we heard that a lot growing up. <laughs> Pretty much. And now we are the way we are now. <laughs> now there's Rona. Yeah. Now there's Rona. <laughs> uh, somebody got carried away because their grandparent beat them. Now there's Rona. <laughs> I, it's so weird how when you just grow uh, up a certain way, you just assume that's how life is. Like for Mike and I, it was. I don't know about Micah. But I would say for sure myself, my daily goal as a kid was don't get a spanking. That was it. Like, if I didn't get a spanking that day, Same. that was a good day. That was a good day for me. That's a good one. <laughs> but I don't feel like I spank my kids Same. every day. Could they be spanked every day? Probably. But do I spank them every day? Not always. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, I Not know. always. <laughs> <laughs> Some days are worse than others. Same. Same. See, my, <sighs> mine was... One, I was the youngest, so I seen what was coming to me. So if I didn't act right, I I seen uh, I seen it with my own eyes. My sister got her his stuff handed to her. My mom dragged my sister down the driveway in a clothes hanger, waiting for the juvenile bus. I was like, oh no, oh hell no, uh uh, mm mm, no. I love you, mom. I love you. You can take my soul. Like I was like, no. But like, oh dude, it was my well, my sister called my mom the b word and then tried punching my mom so my mom was like okay let's get it and i was like mm, no return that, return <laughs> that like, one to sender kind of deal there i guess she was just like yeah, uh, don't quite work she that tried way. oh it was i was like whoa no but so like with my kid my kid gets her fair share amount of like 
like butt spankings or she gets her mouth popped once in a great while because she likes to run her mouth and i for a toddler my kid is not three yet for a toddler my kid is the most respectful thing i have ever seen like i have nephews i have a bunch of nephews and nieces she is so respectful and i'm like i don't even spank you that much but like good job (laughs) yeah i'm like we don't want to see what happens later in life (laughs) I think I think that with most people that there's there's like a line right for most people they're like they they'll accept you know that you can crack your child on the on the rear end and then they 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 think that it's too far when you use words like you know you're gonna beat your child or something like that because they just associate it with you know like someone coming in with like a two by four and just like banging on this you know like. I feel like that's what people kind of oh, imagine. Oh, it's not funny. So, yeah, we shouldn't laugh at the poor kids. <laughs> like um, but, I mean, like, I, I, I'm completely okay with, you know, like, my girls need to get their butts spanked sometimes. They do some stupid stuff, and you need to make sure they don't do those things, right? Mm. We, don't, we don't usually use it as, like, a primary source of discipline, but it's, it's definitely there if, if a line gets crossed. Yeah. So that's that's what what I personally think works better for my kids. But then there's certain kids that you know, like a bus man ain't gonna do anything for. There's certain kids that that's that's my nephew. All that works. Um, so you know, that's kind of how you, you just gotta figure out right? kids. I mean, cause you I think the only thing that my kid has not realized that she gets a spanking for is eating dog food. She will still go in there and have grab a whole handful of dog food, even though she knows that a spanking's coming. Like she's like, "Yes, best nutrition ever." Fuck, <laughs> 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 it's the most annoying uh, thing, dude. <sighs> they definitely test us, that's for sure. I always tell people it's like the most awesome responsibility you can ever have is being a parent because it's. Definitely a responsibility. <laughs> it's also, it also adds a lot of, in, in my opinion, for me, I get a, a lot of self-reflection out of it because for sure, it's very, it's very hard to yell at your kids about doing something that you do every day. Um, and yeah, the more you realize that, like, you just got done yelling at your kid about doing this, and you catch yourself doing something that you just yelled at your kid for doing. And it's like, ah, dang it, man! Now I, I gotta change myself. I'm a hypocrite. Yeah, like oh, God damn it. <laughs> I think I think it could definitely help you. It can help you. It helps you grow. I think as as a human, you yeah you don't you don't look at things quite the same anymore. And uh, you know, especially like for like what where you want life to go for your kid and everything. You gotta think about that. So you've got you've got a lot of things that change when you have kids when when you're single you don't have no kids like there's no responsibility pretty much i mean you might you might be responsible you might have responsibilities you go to a job you got a mortgage whatever it is but you don't really know responsibility until you're responsible for <laughs> not raising another one human or being. yeah one or more other humans survival like or just that's especially just Especially for moms, like how selfless, I mean, as a father too, but especially I think for moms, how selfless, you know, you guys have to be moms in general. And there's single dads out there too, so I'm not taking away from, you know, the single dads. But being a single parent, I think, period, is hard. But being a mom, period, I think is hard in or or without relationship because 
kids do i mean i've yes. seen it there's times like i'm sitting right there and liam has left the room that i'm sitting in to bring something to christina to bother her to do, i'm right there so annoying we've really been working so on annoying it. we've been trying you know and for sometimes it makes me feel bad like am i like doing something you know like so like i try to just do more for them if i think that they might need something done but We've been really working on that, like, hey, I'm an option, too. Like, <laughs> I can do things, you know? Because when, like, we're in the work routine, I come home during the work week, and I'd be home for, like, you know, maybe three, four hours, and it's bedtime. So I think they're just, they're with mom all day, and, you know, maybe they just get comfortable going to her, you know, to her, excuse me, about anything that they need. But I do think moms get the, uh, we might whatever relate you know whatever situation you're in whether you, you know the man works or the woman works or whoever's working we need each other like i'm sure for you and nate because you know like i don't know how it works for you guys but like for me even though christina might be staying home i could not go out and earn the money that i can earn if she's not here with the kids taking care of them like that isn't an option for me so i don't really look at it as like i'm yeah i may be doing the actual physical work or whatever at that time but the, the, you know what i mean like i feel like we're a team i don't really try to compare it as like I've got this and like yeah. throw it in her face or whatever. And, uh, well, I, I think that would, see, I don't in think my per- in my personal oh, opinion, I, I think, I think bringing that up would make you kind of a douchebag. Yeah. If, I, I if you're, if you're uh, the breadwinner or whatever, and, and then you're like, well, you can't spend this money unless you ask oh, me yeah, first. That's, and, yeah, screw you know, that. da, 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 da. Like you're kind of a douche. <laughs> um, you know, like if you're married, yeah. it's, that's it's a mutual thing like you're you're in this together like you just said this is not a i do this so you have to do this it's you should be trying to help each other and that's that's the way that it should be yeah. i don't think trying to make it See, seem like you do like, more or whatever in a, in a right. relationship is healthy i think it's a hard thing for moms though because like with like, like you said but as a mom perspective like nate gets home from work and he like he's like oh well my job is physical he's like you shouldn't be as tired as you are and i'm like do you realize that this side is exhausting like mentally exhausting like dealing with a toddler who can i have a snack can i have a snack can i have a snack (laughs) 397 times a day like it's the most uncomfortable thing but like in general being a parent like i didn't expect to be a mom i didn't really want to be a mom things happened i was with nate very very early very quick and things happened um so i was not expecting to be a mom i did not like the feeling of anything being pregnant i didn't like it so like when she came out and everything was different like i didn't want to breastfeed breastfed i didn't want to do this did that i did so many changing of myself because i was like i want my kid to be healthy i don't want her to grow up like i did i don't want her to be mentally like mentally abused physically abused like i want her to be perfect i want her to have a college fund like i broke myself into a whole new person and then Nate kind of it was it was really hard for Nate because he never like took care of his nieces and nephews like ever like he didn't take care of them. So I yeah. was up every night. I was taking care of the baby every night. Even now, if she's sick and she comes in the room crying, like I take her into the shower. I take I deal with her like I he doesn't really deal with that. He parents and he parents well. He doesn't parent to the full extent as like a mom would cause, or like yeah. I would because like. I take her to parks. I take her to play dates. I take her everywhere. Like I, this kid exhausts me and I only have one. I don't know how you have three. (laughs) Uh, 
<laughs> well, that's a better. That's a question better uh, sent to Christina than it is well, William. When a man uh, and a woman. Love I already told her how I commend her. <laughs> I told her I commend her. She's a strong woman. I was like, I couldn't yeah. do it. <laughs> no, it's uh, you're definitely right though about the mom being there, just dealing with that part. Because even if you know, like, even when there was times. That I in the very beginning with Liam, I did get up a little more to help out at night and stuff. But then by the time Ezra came along, <clears throat> and I had moved into the job that I was doing now, I did need to try and get roughly at least eight hours of sleep every night. So if something happened during the night, then she usually just handled that. Not because I asked, like said, "Hey, you have to or anything," but like it was just she first of all would hear them before I ever would. You know, like she just would yep. wake up and. Uh, but you know what I mean? Like, there, there's definitely sacrifices on both ends, but I definitely feel in the beginning, those first three to five years, for sure three years, that it's on the mom a lot. Depending on any situation, but generally speaking, because the babies, whoever your kid is, usually just drawn more to mom anyways. You know, mom's just, like you said, all day long, mommy, mommy, mommy. <laughs> you know, it's just mommy. So... Uh, mine doesn't even say mommy no more. I'm not even kidding you when I say mine is literally just, can I have a snack? She will be eating a bowl of cereal and be like, mom, I ate my bowl of cereal. Can I have a snack? What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Our youngest right now is going through a major problem of she doesn't want to eat what is put in front of her. Mm. She would much rather eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or cereal or just about anything else that could be junk food. Rather than the food that is sitting in front of her, Does this have she saturated will literally. Fats Does it have saturated fat? She will literally sit there, like uh, my wife and I sat there for thirty-five minutes the other night to get her to eat. I think maybe five bites worth of food. Like, it is an ex- incredible struggle to get a four-year-old to eat food that they do not want to eat. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Have you ever tried, like, it's, I know, like, making food itself part of, like, a game, but have you ever, like, tried to make it, like, a game? Because that's when I, when Paisley first started eating food, she didn't like texture, and I'd have to make it a game. If you finish this, we can do this. And she'd be like, oh, I'm fucking going. <laughs> like, okay. She'd go we, hard, man. We've, we've added incentives or, or added, like, um, downsides to not eating your food. You know, like, if you don't eat your food, we're going we're to have cookies later or, you know, but you're not going to get any if you don't eat your food or, yeah. you know, stuff like that. And we used to do the whole, like, airplane and stuff, but she's four freaking years old. She's plenty old enough to feed herself, and I'm not doing airplane anymore. <laughs> not happening. Oh, Dad. Listen, she gets away with <laughs> far more you. than she should, and that's just, that's one of those things. I'm, I'm just not, I'm not going to feed her. What? We're not we're not doing that. What do you think it is to uh, we as parents? I don't know how I, I, I kind of the parent topic tonight, I guess. But it just got me thinking about it because we were talking about all this. What do you think it is in us that do you think it's us or have we been conditioned since? Obviously, if you guys know about the show, it's all about we talk about constantly. We as the people being conditioned is something conditioning us. Are you truly, a, you know, a critical thinker? Are you truly a free thinker? Are you willing to put yourself out there in a situation that's uncomfortable to think about? But having to do with kids it's hard enough being a parent as it is but then i feel like without anybody even actually doing it you're constantly in some ways judging yourself either as a parent oh, yeah. or your kid to other kids 100%. i don't mean that like i'm not saying that we do that but i'm just saying 
some people generally are dealing with that. Some people have maybe a grandparent or an aunt or whatever or an uncle or whatever the case may be. Maybe even a, uh, another you know parent that's doing it. But what I'm saying is, do you think that that exists or do you think that we're just making that up in our own heads? Like we're maybe way too hard on ourselves than we really, really, really need to be. I feel like it could be both. Like, I feel like we're hard on ourselves because of society itself. Like, we're like, oh, like at the beginning stages of my kid, like I compared her to everybody because I was like, my kid is super intelligent, like really, really, really intelligent. Is she autistic? Is she like way above her (laughs) curve? Is she going to slow down? Like, no, she is like she was. And so I was like, is she like, what's going on? So I instantly compared her to every kid around her. But then I also had like the parent side, like my parents and Nate's parents conditioned me to be like his parents were like, well, she has to be done breastfeeding now because it's not it's weird. And then my mom would be like, you should just <laughs> put it on formula. So like I thought I was I had to do that. I never did. But like I see th- I feel like the conditioning of the parents like you should do this and you lived through it. You should be fine. She would be fine. Like I feel like it was a lot of pressure as a parent to like step back and be like, no, this is my kid. <laughs> yeah. What are your thoughts on that, Micah? Uh, I. I- I think as far as, like, comparing your kids and stuff, um, I mean, people compare things all the time. Like, that's just, that's human nature. Like, it's it's just like when you meet somebody new, you you, you form an impression of them before you really talk to them just based on what they look like um, and, and kind of what you perceive that personality to be. Um, so I don't think that, like people should you shouldn't beat yourself up at all for comparing your kid to another kid or anything like that if that if that's what we were talking about um but like i don't know i, I feel like it's gonna happen so there's no point in beating yourself up on it and people are probably in general people are too hard on themselves i mean think about like us for instance with this show i i bash this show all the time i'm like yeah i do <laughs> We're kind of kind of garbage. Yeah, we'll be doing like, the show, and he's like, "We're such trash." I'm like, "Bro, you're doing a good job. Like, settle down. It's okay." <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, I think I think people are are in general people are too hard on themselves. Now there are some people that are not, and um, typically those people are narcissistic, yeah. and that comes with its own problems. So I have created you know. a 50 point plan to make the best child ever. This is the first six months. Again, no. <laughs> yeah. no, I, I think I, I mean, maybe it, sounds, it might sound weird to say, like, obviously you should have a little bit of a baseline, right? I'm not saying, hey, your kid shouldn't matter. I, I'm not completely on the free spirit ride thing either where they're like, they'll figure it out. Like, we don't know what yeah, they have, are. Like, I'm not going have you for heard me of, as a parent. I'm not on that boat. But it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of on the... the what you're talking about um, unschooling have you heard of it i have not but i was just about to address schooling so it's funny you bring that yeah. up <laughs> so unschooling is basically the concept that you don't have to teach your kid anything and that they will teach themselves and society will teach them all they need to know well that sounds like a really lazy that, like that's a cop out that's a that sounds me idiotic to me <laughs> like literally you don't teach them how to read you don't teach them how to oh what the do math 
Like, you don't teach them anything that they need to make it through society. And society is supposed well, to, like, pick them up and put them on their do. What's that, Harley? It broke up. I said, what is that going to do? Like, what what good does that do for anybody? Like, they're going to grow up and be, like, completely retarded in a non-mean <laughs> way. Sorry if that's how you teach it, but that's well, nonsensical. Yeah. Like, We have to use the word restarted now. You, you have to... Restarted. Just... <laughs> it is hard. See, I will, I will clarify myself right now. I do not think retarded is for mentally disabled. I will call people mentally disabled. So when I say retarded, I literally mean just stupid. So I don't mean like... Mm. <laughs> well, I mean, that would be technically that. <laughs> that is the biggest pet peeve. But it's funny how certain words... People calling it... Yeah, special needs or something. Yeah, it's, it's, and that's a, I guess the whole point of what I'm saying here, between what you've mentioned about, let's say, with the certain words now being not allowed, and what you're bringing about, about unschooling, okay, baseline, we should have certain things that we should all know how to do, just to be a functioning human being. That's like, you're giving them a good shot. You're not hurting them, right? But I do think it's funny... And we even kind of brought this up when, with Ben when he was on the show. Um, funny, real quick, I got to bring this up about switching gears just a little bit. We got to give him a shout out for this. Did you hear Ben thinking that you that he pissed you off when he was on the show? Did I, you hear I about did. That? I hadn't. I hadn't really addressed it yet. I guess I should probably like send him a message or something. Oh my god! I didn't mean to think. I didn't mean to make anybody to show, feel like I got pissed off at somebody. Yeah, that's just Micah's face. He was born with it. Yeah, that's just. I, I have a natural. I have resting. Uh, you know what face? And... Oh, Harley will say it for you. Harley, what kind of face does Micah have? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we might have um, lost Harley. Did we lose yeah, Harley? Yeah, it's possible. I don't yeah, hear our Harley. echo. I don't hear our echo. We probably she lost Harley going. again. But, okay, well, while he's getting her back, <laughs> I guess I'll wait till you completely get her back before I say what my oh, question was. She's back. Oh, there you go. Sorry about that. So we were saying that uh, when we had Joe and Ben on, that... Uh, Ben thought Micah was pissed off at him because Ben was Ben and I got pretty we 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 got definitely buzzed. I'll say that. And we were just having a great conversation, and Ben was like, "Dude, Micah was so nice about it, but you could tell he was pissed." <laughs> and Micah was just saying he basically has like RBF face. So I mean, it is what it is, you know. That was the face he was born with. But he's probably hangry. He's hangry. Yeah. He was probably hangry. My point to that is there is something there is. To a degree, when it comes to school, uh, like, well, Harley, for instance, you attended school, right? You weren't homeschooled? I, no, I was not. Nate was. Right. So, Nate, I think, had a mixture of the two, right? He was homeschooled and he went to school as well. He kind of had, like, a mix of the both. Yeah. And I, I actually think that's pretty, I think a middle of the ground line isn't bad, personally, because you can go too far on the homeschooling where you're not trying to. I have an argument, and this came up, and this has to do with more religion, but it's recently with one of my friends on Facebook where she asked a question, and it was listed um, having to do with scripture and whatnot, and people basically were like, we're not even going to talk about this. They had her remove the Facebook post. They tossed stuff over her back, like over her rail, like she has a fence. They tossed over some books in her backyard to like study this before you start giving an opinion as a woman. Like They went down a weird, dark path. And I don't understand people that if you don't agree with something, say something truly challenges you. Like, for us, for instance, we think that the unlearning thing is stupid. 
but I would listen to someone if they came out and they wanted to explain their point of view. I would at least hear them out. I'd be like, hey, make your case right. for me, right? Like, let me understand. Help me understand how you think this is best. And, uh, you know, at least have that conversation. The people who shut things down, I don't get that part. Go ahead. I'll Mike. be right back. I got a phone oh, call. Off. Oh, okay. Um, you want yeah, us to pause? Yeah, I don't, I don't get that oh, either. Keep going. Go ahead. Yeah, just, just keep going. I'll be right back. Okay. But yeah, I guess my point is, Harley, is that uh, the, um, like with the, the whole conditioning thing, I've always wondered it when you go to school and you, basically what I'm saying is that going all the way back to the parenting thing about, oh, she has to be done at this amount of time with breastfeeding, whatever. Do you think a certain amount of conditioning took place through that public educational system to, you know, condition or program people to think this is how society needs to behave? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, growing up, it, we're kind of the first generation where someone having a tattoo isn't the end of the world. You know what I mean? That was I remember growing up in the 90s, hearing people talk about tattoos like it was the end of the world. If you had a piercing or tattoos that was visible, dude, you were, like, satanic, like, you know what I mean? So, do you, you know what I'm saying, though? Like, do you, do you see yeah. that at all for yourself? Yeah. Kind of. Um I don't know. Maybe it was just because my school was trash, but. <laughs> I, Where did you go to I'm school? I'm for real, but Adrian. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, so you were stupid. trash. Um, uh, just oh, wow, thanks. You up in Adrian. Just throw me under the bus, too. It's okay. No, it's so funny. Yeah, oh. no, Adrian was, uh, we know all about Adrian. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. Yeah, so I mean, I don't have much view on the conditioning, but I feel like a lot of the things were I guess it wasn't necessarily conditioned but it was more swept under the rug in public schools and it could be in like a private school or a homeschooling situation like yeah. bullying and all that things I feel like kids think that that's okay to do is because they see it nothing's done about it and it's cool like I just that I think is the biggest thing I learned in high school is like bullying is ridiculous but other than yeah. that I don't really think I remember or care to remember any much from my school <laughs> well i guess and that's kind of my point about that is like do you feel that what you were taught in high school now again it's not it's not i'm not entirely putting this on the high school okay i'm not entirely putting this on the the curriculum <laughs> far as saying you had to totally get my kid prepared for life but and and our cousin is a, is a teacher we have many friends who are teachers so in no way she perform am i knocking those who are in the education system i've said time and time again before on the show that they're some of the most giving careless people you know as far as just giving their time yeah. and truly caring okay but i do think that the curriculum sometimes is just a base it's just um you have a certain point a to point b it's kind of a straight line and if you sway one way too far off this line then you're just not going to do good in school you could actually be a really productive human being after school but you're going to have terrible grades you could have great grades but actually be dumber than a rock, as it were. You know what I mean? You could, I shouldn't say great grades. Yeah. You can get by having good grades by just kind of doing the right things, by conforming. If you're kind of a fleece, yeah. I guess that's my point is I feel that school in some ways challenges, free thinkers end up, I would feel, in, um, what's it called? You get sent to the principal's office. Crap, I didn't go to school, guys. Don't give me, what is it called when you would get put in detention? I feel like that's where people who, maybe you know like if okay so for example 
when my dad was teaching a class about history, if I interrupted or, you know, we, we rose our hand or whatever, we were still taught to do that. But if I was challenging him on something, if I was like, hey, why did this happen? What was the reasoning? We could have that conversation. And obviously he was only teaching four of us, so it was much easier to do that. But my point is, if you kept interrupting your teacher in school, was there any sort of reprimand for that or was that encouraged? Um, it depends on the teacher. Um, okay. Some of the teachers I had were chill as shit. And you could be like, you know what? Why are you talking about this? And they'd be like, you know, I couldn't tell you. But some of them were just complete. Like some of the teachers that were in Adrian, I don't know if they absolutely hated their jobs or hated the kids. I mean, I can understand the kids were horrible, but yeah, they, they just weren't in the right position. And they, the one teacher was my math teacher. He like ruined my entire high school career. Like I seen him, I had to serve him the other day or well, not the other day, obviously four months ago i served him at my restaurant and i almost cried because i was like oh my gosh but he was the most uncomfortable awful teacher that you could ever think of he he hated the curriculum he hated the kids like if you asked him a question why are you asking me that i already told you it's in the book read the book and you're like (laughs) yeah obviously i read the book and it didn't answer my question stupid yeah, that, that makes it hard. Uh, math is one of those things. Certain people can sit down. Micah was pretty good at it. He taught himself a lot of math where he could just read about math and understand. I was not that person. Like, I could consume I, everything yeah, else. I was not. <laughs> like, English and psychology, I was really into. I did really great in those grades. And, like, my parents didn't have to teach me. I just taught myself the curriculum. But when it came to uh, math, I was oh. like... Yeah, it was bad. And it was just my way of thinking. They had That was the thing, is that they just had to understand where I was coming from, and I had to learn where I was coming from, right? That was another big part of it. Right. Was that I feel like school sometimes... Okay, for example, I know that my son probably suffers from some of the same issues that I do as far as being able to concentrate. There's certain things that when they grab his attention, my kid does, hooked, yeah. Right? But it, you as a parent know that, and that's where, like, I, that's what I'm saying, the mixture of having both school, public school... And also parents still caring and understanding their child and helping their child learn how they can learn, but allowing them to still, I don't know. I just feel like if your parent is one of those people who's just like, I think that's the hardest part. Go ahead. I think that's the hardest part is to teach my, like teach my daughter how to cope with things because I was never taught how to cope with things. I never Mm. had a teacher that was like, you can do it. I did, but it wasn't like the subjects that I needed. Like I could fly through a lot of my subjects because I mean, if you study enough, you can remember anything. And at that point I was just like, I just need good grades. So I could remember anything I wanted to, but the classes I struggled in like math and history, I couldn't do math every year, no matter what year it was, I got an F and my parents would be like, do you got any F's on your report card? Yep, I do math. But it was like, I could not comprehend it. And so like now with like certain coping things with my kid, cause she gets really frustrated really quickly. And she yeah. gets to the point where she starts going into a full, full blown meltdown. And I'm like, it's, Okay, calm down. It doesn't work. But I don't know how to help her. I'm like, I, because I freak out too. Like, if I can't draw something correctly, I start, I'm like, fuck. And I like throw the whole paper off the floor. I'm like, well, that's not teaching calm nobody down. nothing. It's just a circle. Frank. It's just a circle. <laughs> no, I, I hear you there. That, that kind of goes back to that. Pull. Oh, go ahead. It broke up. Sorry. No, you're good. I was, I was done. Huh. 
Oh, I was just saying that, like, Liam... Oh, welcome back, by the way, Micah. Um, <laughs> Liam gets pretty emotional sometimes. Um, and I don't know who that <clears throat> comes from. Probably not. I don't think me, though. Uh, my wife says all the time it came from her. But when it's happening, I'll calm him down. I'm like, it's okay that you're crying. Like, it's okay to have these emotions, but, like, we don't allow our emotions to dictate the whole situation here. Like, you know, try and talk with him about, like, what is the next step? What can we do? Because, you know what I mean? Like, he'll be totally fine. And then, it's, like you said, it can be an off-the-wall oddball thing that just makes him cry. And... You know, it, it's, but I try to have him face it versus but just, you know, sometimes his mom, you know, Christina just wants to like yeah. cuddle him and hug him and make it okay. And I'm like, no, he's got to like, we have to work on like facing this. He's got to be a man. Like, yeah. Well, I'm not, I'm not pushing the whole be a man. But what I'm saying is, I feel like in school, if you are somewhat say ADHD or you're kind of a free thinker and you're challenging some ideas or thoughts, you can end up in a situation where your teacher, unless is a really good person, you become what's kind of considered labeled as a problem child or a distraction for the class. They're constantly interrupting. But that you was it, me. Right. That but in was fact, me. you could actually just be a really inquisitive kid who's trying to genuinely learn way beyond the rest of them. But my point being is... See, I mine like, was I, I had to draw to learn. So, like, I had to... I was kind of like ADHD, but I had to constantly be moving, but not in a disruptive way. And if I wasn't paying attention to the curriculum that I was supposed to be learning, some teachers would call me out directly in class, which I was already bullied. Like that's already put more mm -hmm. on me. Or they would grab whatever I'm drawing or writing and throw it away in front of me. And I'm like, <clears throat> okay, well, <laughs> I'm going to sit here in the corner and do nothing now. Like I'm not going to even work on your shit now. Like, fine. Bye. But do I was real defensive in school. I guess what I'm what I'm going to ask here, the ultimate question, what I'm bringing around to, is that when we deal with, like, say, on our show, since we deal with conspiracy theories, or we deal with some stuff that's in unknowns, have you ever noticed this? Okay, obviously, when you present a conspiracy theory, right, it can be off the wall, and you're like, okay, settle down, right? Like we talked about Project Blue Beam in our last episode. That thing was way out there, but. Just as easily as we're talking about Project Bluebeam, we have the moment of the people who immediately... Okay, so for example, 9-11. You don't have to say yeah. one or the other if you don't want to, Harley. But do you feel that 9-11 was at all an inside job, or did that definitely just happen the way that history is going to tell the way that it happened? You don't have to answer if you're not comfortable, by the way. No, I, I don't mind at all. Um, I honestly think... With, I did... I can go so many ways with so many topics, but I think my gut feeling is to say that it was inside job, but like my outside thinking is like, what if it actually was just an accident? Because they say on inside because like there's planes, there's so much Hang on one second, somehow Harley. they managed to hit the towers. Hang on one second, Harley. You can where you said your gut instinct and it kind of broke out. I'll have you repeat what you said there because it broke up on you a little. I said my gut instinct is to say that it's an inside job because, like, certain facts are there, like, oh, there's two planes, they hit both the towers, blah, blah, blah. But my outside feeling is to say that it's, like, was truly just an accident. Maybe it was just, yeah, maybe the one dude wanted to commit suicide, but maybe he wasn't actually trying to hit the memorial towers. Like, maybe it wasn't supposed to end like that, but it did. But, so I see it both ways, honestly. Yeah. Well, I guess that a uh, 
<clears throat> and I think it was the trade, the World Trade Centers, right? The, I mean, I know there were some other ones that were hit too, but yeah. the. I guess my point to that is though, when you present a conspiracy theory, so that's a big one, and that's a, that's one that listen, people get fired up and ready to fight you over because that's not that far removed from our history. Okay, <laughs> I'm dead serious. If you start talking about 9/11 being an inside job, people that you didn't know were patriotic are ready to stab. <laughs> and then you have on the other side, I guess that's my point is you can have someone who's like, everything's an inside job. Everything is a conspiracy theory. But then at just the same time, you have those yeah. that like just believe everything the government's telling them. They're like, how could you question this? Do you know how many people would require to make this? I feel like that's like right now. Perfect example. I'll admit, listen, the more we've gone along and some of this has to do with credit to the gentleman that um, I keep bringing him up constantly, but Joe and uh, Ben had on their last episode. This guy went so far in depth on JFK, the assassination, some of the 9 11 stuff, and the Rona that by the end of it, I was like, I was genuinely kind of pissed because it's it's gone beyond just even, okay, it's gone beyond even just um, challenge, or no, I shouldn't say challenge, but. Uh, slightly faking things it's just blatantly being put out there now but my point is is that if you've gone to school and you've gone to college and you've gone that whole route you might still be a free thinker for sure but you were genuinely taught to believe the scientists and those that are experts in their line of work which is fair you should rely on that we really really should rely on that but we still have to question occasionally does the story make sense? And certain ones, like, say, the JFK assassination... Yeah, everybody makes mistakes. Yeah, in those instances, there's no way that the story that history is telling is what took place. You know what I mean? And I, I that, I guess, yeah. I think being... I kind of am thankful for being homeschooled a little bit on because I do believe facts. I do believe real things. And I do like having hard evidence to point to. For God's sake, we've gone on the CIA database pulled files and posted them on our Facebook page for you guys to show that, like, listen, we're not making this stuff up. Like, if you actually genuinely look stuff up, it's right there for us. They're hiding stuff in plain sight, but it's easier for people to just believe, you know what, that just seems like a too, you know, that's too far of an idea, you know, that's a crackpot kind of idea that's too far. It's just easier to kind of fall in line and say that person's crazy. And... I don't know. It, it's a slippery slope either way you go, right? Because you can end up in a situation where everything's yeah. conspiracy theory, but you can also, why are you believing everything? Like, is there no chance that anybody right. would ever lie to you? I think it's a lot more powerful with the government, too. Like, if it, if it comes from the government, everyone's like, it has to be true. But that's not always true either because they could not be crooked all. people, which, I mean, we are either seeing it or not seeing it. But I yeah. feel like people view people more in power even if it's a doctor oh well they have power so they must know what they're talking about but half the time it could be a guess it could be a hypothesis it could be uh like a thesis like it could be anything other than a whole cold hard fact like it's just something everybody has to guess before they get their answer so it's you don't know for sure and i think too mike has brought this up before on the show um saying that in this day and age excuse me, with so many sources for information, I don't think it's by chance that it's hard to get a straight answer anymore. Where you basically what I'm saying is you can have 10 yeah. people that support this opinion and 10 people that support this opinion and they both clearly contradict yeah. each other. So that's yeah. the part where I'm like, well, who's who's lying, you know? And why why are you guys making it Who so to believe, yeah. Right. 
Um, yeah, so that's kind of, I guess, where I'm at on that. I, I just, I don't know. I know we ended up on that for a second there as far as the, didn't mean to put you on the spot as far as that. That's a hard one to even talk about. You did well as far as even bringing up the idea of 9-11 or any of that stuff. But it's it's just my point being that just as easy that people believe the whole conspiracy theory thing, why are there those that believe, the minute they hear something that challenges them to have to really think, they're immediately on the side of the government. They're like, why would you even question this? You know, when, when things don't yeah. add up. Now, again, you can't just make things out of nothing. But if you've got enough evidence or lines, you know, dots start connecting, you've got to ask, why are the dots connecting? Are you just looking for it? Or is there genuinely something there? Yeah. Um, you know, like the whole situation with the Rona here. I mean, what's your opinion on it? Um, I, from the get, like from the get-go, I was like, inside job. And... I didn't. I don't watch the news. The news freaks me out. It used to give me like terrible anxiety because I was like, the world's ending and I'm afraid to die. So I don't watch the news. And so I was like, dude, I bet you somebody made this because population control, because we're ridiculously overpopulated and our world is like our atmosphere and our ozone is starting to deteriorate. Mind you, it's probably from the 100 years of pollution, but get rid of the people, less pollution. So I was like, okay, it's an inside job. Well, then I seen um, a link that was talking about a man who didn't technically make the drug in general, but he sold something to a man in China. So I was like, well, okay. Um, So that was the big part about it was like, why? And then, so it was mainly targeting older people and mid-40s, which is, like, the people that are probably going to die soon anyway, in a non-mean way. 40. (laughs) 40 is pretty freaking young. Okay, 40 and up. Jesus. 40 and up, but I'm saying, like, 40-year, okay, a 40-year-old is more likely to die than a 15-year-old. I don't mean they're old, but they're older. Sure. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, it, no, it's. Uh, I mean, you're so, getting on some stuff. It, it's. I mean, I, listen, like, and I don't know a whole lot about this, but it's some stuff that Mike and I are going to start hitting on in the next couple episodes here. Have you guys ever heard either of you about Agenda Twenty One at all? Kind of. Not. Not fully. No? I didn't look fully into it. Okay, it's a conspiracy theory again. Always right, but. Basically, in a nutshell, it's to the plan is to depopulate the world's population by 95% by 2030. Um, (laughs) Now, some people say this is impossible, the amount of people that would need to be involved to make this happen, blah, 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 blah. But when you got guys like Bill Gates, who, you know what, with what he's doing, perhaps it's going to work out. He's literally going to block out part of the sun. Guess what? The average Joe doesn't have the ability to be like, you know what? I'm going to block the sun out today. I mean, you ca- I can see how one person with that much power can choose. That guy has so much power across just the United States. Not even counting the world, but just the United States. See, could I've easily... seen that, but I didn't think it was part of the population control. Well, I'm not saying it is. What the idea is is that they're going to put up uh, – what are those things that are flying up there, Mike? I know you sent me that link on it. We had to do with like uh, – Drone? Sort of. They're, they're like um, – I can't remember the name of them, but they'd be similar to a satellite that has like a shield on it and it would reflect the sun back. So it would reduce the heat. But now the question is, what are the reverse No, effects? actually, the one, Sorry, if you're talking about the one with Bill Gates, it would be 
basically they would, you know, like chemtrail, well, what people think are chemtrails behind planes. Yeah. Yeah, basically it would be that, only it would be like a reflective material that would just float in the atmosphere and block the sun out. That's that's basically the concept behind it. And it would take, uh, I think it was like seven years or something like that. Because they'd only have, and they don't even, we don't even have a plane that, that's capable of doing it at the moment. So they would have to, uh, re, you know, they'd have to develop a plane that's capable of doing this. And then they would, I think their their plan was having stupid. a fleet of like a hundred, hundred or hundred and fifty planes or something like that. Yeah, and they're gonna have to cover the entire lot. planet. Like, I think that's so stupid. I think my that point, is so stupid. I, my, that my is point so is, stupid. Though, is that most of us don't have that ability. Most of us do not have the ability to just say we're gonna do that tomorrow. Like, I like Elon Musk. I don't really have an issue with him. I don't know if he's part of the new world order stuff, but like the fact that the guy's like, yeah, I'm probably gonna go retire on Mars. I do not have that option in my back pocket right now. Credit to him and all his hard work and his team that they put in. My point being, when people say, dude, you're getting out there with these ideas, man. You really think these people have the ability? Yes, they have. Because if you have the money, you yeah. control, if you own the entire political system, You. this is why with um, the big pharma, when they've selected who is going to get elected on local government levels, they purposely did this so that that can continue to get voted through and put into Congress. You virtually control Congress. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, they're going to be like, hey, we're going to help you get elected. But come this time down the road in eight years when we want these things voted through, you're going to make it happen. And it, anyways, now I'm getting on politics. (sighs) But yeah. I think that, like, I feel like with the money, like the money hungry people like Bill Gates and all the Congress people, I feel they have the urge to do it. And if they're trying to take care of the population and say they find out that Mars is livable, they only said that the people that could go are the people that could afford it. So it's like, what's the point of even putting it on the news if you can't offer it to more than 10 people? I think controlling the sun, though, is real stupid because there were i didn't see that one i didn't see the one with bill gates there was a dude that was trying to do a thing where it like covers the sun so that it stops burning up our ozone like i I, it sounds really funny but like he was trying to do like a like i guess it's like a machinery but it like it covers the sun so it stops the ozone from deteriorating well okay so let's just blow up it's fine it's i well, I think that's, that's thing, real stupid. Or just fall. Yeah, we don't know the adverse effects of, of deciding to, you know, put up a shield around Earth. I, I, you know, that gets me down too many other rabbit holes. So I'm gonna I'm gonna refocus a little <laughs> because otherwise we're gonna go down a rabbit hole, and who knows where we go from there. Um, but my point being, I think. Specifically, and I'm bringing up politics again, but when you're giving two god-awful choices with whatever political platform they're on to be elected, and then you're telling me I'm the dick because I'm not choosing between like this pile of crap and that pile of crap, that's bullcrap. You know what I mean? Like, give us somebody who's a lot worth of crap it. Involved in There's so much crap involved, you wouldn't even believe. But my point being... Something happens. I think the good people who go into politics that want to make a good difference get pushed down. Like, I'm not saying she's the greatest woman on planet Earth, 
But Tulsi Gabbard is a fantastic politician. She has been an incredible Congress member who's done some great things. She might have a few things that she voted on with her party that whatever. But when she gave her story even saying that, like, listen, we all signed in day one at Congress. There was a Republicans and a Democrat sitting together. And then she goes, as we got inducted into our, you know, you can call it your political group. I call them gangs. They basically said, listen, they sit. No, this is the truth. She's like, they, they told us they sit over there. We sit here. We do not associate with each other. Yet these are the people who are supposed to, when Congress was set up, these guys were supposed to be functioning together as a unit to make things happen. There should be some sort of pissing match on either side to see who's, who's going to get what through. And that's what irritates me yeah. is a, an American. That's what bothers me. And then they put it back on us and say, well, because you didn't vote or you're not standing with the right or you're not standing with the left, that you're the problem. That's bullcrap. Most every hardworking American is putting in way more effort than most of our Congress members, in my opinion. And for them to throw it back on us is bullcrap. Sorry, rant. I'm done. Yeah. Mike, get takeover. For I, that. I feel that, Talking though, because I feel that with like the president, not maybe not the congressman, but I feel that with the president. Like, oh, well, you have to vote if you ha or if you don't vote, you have no say. I don't vote because I think they're all stupid, except for Obama. He wasn't like the worst, but he's still stupid in some parts. But they all have their issues. They all have, one of them's money hungry. One of them's a cheater. One of them is said he was this race and he wasn't like they all have their issues. And it's just because they said something to win the race. So everyone is like, oh, you can't you can't say anything if you didn't vote. You can't have your opinion if you didn't vote. But it's like you can. You just can't be like, I hate my president because I mean, you didn't choose your president. It's just you can still have an opinion if he's stupid or not, though. Like, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the big thing. Is well, I, hey, I'm an advocate for freedom of speech. I've said that. Even if you're expressing an opinion that bothers me or I don't agree with, that's still your God-given American right born into this country. You yeah. did not have to earn it. It was given at birth by being born here. So you should have that right. Even if Mark Zuckerberg, hi, good sir, um, does no longer believe in this and will ban you for no, I mean, look at how many things you've posted, Harley, on our page that just got removed now with no article on the bottom to say why it got removed. It's just, you are not, you are not complying with the agenda. They don't like my, they don't like what I have to say. <laughs> but it's just, it's just the start. This has been ramping up for the last two or three years. I think two years in particular where we didn't realize at the scale that it's at. And Mike and I kind of hit on this in the last episode having to do with Project Bluebeam. But when you start limiting freedom of speech here and we just kind of accept it and like, okay, when, I mean, we are like, I'm waiting for the day that it rolls over from Facebook, social media to in reality, hey, someone heard, they didn't even say they seen it. They just, hey, we heard Harley said this. And now you've got to go face some sort of a fine. When are we going to start paying fines for freedom of speech? That, it's, I mean, that's kind of like what's like, going on with the corona right Please. now. <laughs> like a lot of people think that a lot of people Lean think back. that all the rights are going over with the coronavirus. And so, I mean, like the right to protest, uh, there's some possible gun protest going on because they think that they're going to take the guns away. And <laughs> I mean, like, I mean there's so much right so, like, now that's being violated. Yeah, the governor, the governor, instead, uh, are you know declaring a state of emergency. Basically, she gave herself 
the power of God over you, and she can choose whatever she wants to ban. Like they literally, legitimately ban assault rifles, um, which I'm not even gonna get started on assault rifles. But they could ban the sale of firearms. They could ban the sale of ammunition. They can ban. The, they can actually ration out gasoline and food under certain uh, stipulations inside of. Uh, executive orders um, so like there's there's a lot of crap and then like there's there's people I guess there was a guy in Ohio that actually I believe got arrested um, because he did not have a valid reason to be out like we ha- we have a constitutional right of uh, freedom of travel so you're allowed to walk where you want you know the the roads. That's kind of a different story because it's a, it's public, da da da, um, and it's you can't just like drive your vehicle down the road, right? You have to have certain, um, uh, like your, pardon me, um, your registration and all that kind of stuff. But if you just want to walk down a public sidewalk, you can go anywhere you freaking want. And constitutionally speaking, they can't stop you from doing that. And that's exactly what this is doing. So I mean, like. I don't know. I feel like America is not built for quarantine, and they're not wrong when they say that their rights are being trampled on. Well, you know what's funny, Mike? I just real quick, Harley, so that people know, because I pulled up the article that Mike has mentioned here. I just wanted to kind of have the story for people. So, yeah, this happened April uh, April 6th, um, and I guess this guy, <clears throat> he got arrested. Uh, let's see. It looks like he was out with his daughter. Uh, it says the Brighton police owe him a huge apology. The 33-year-old says he was handcuffed in Donaldson Park in front of his 6-year-old daughter Sunday afternoon after police told him he violated the state's social distancing guidelines. Mooney told the Fox, whatever, 31 problem solvers. He refused to provide his identification to the three police officers because he was confident he wasn't doing anything unlawful by playing t-ball with his wife and daughter at the park. She's like, Daddy, I don't want you to get arrested. At this point, I'm thinking there's no way they're going to arrest me. This is insane. I'm telling her, don't worry, Daddy. It's not going. Daddy's not going to get arrested. I've done nothing wrong. Don't worry about it. And then they arrested me. <laughs> so without reading all of it, yeah, this this happened. This guy got arrested. So he's not even, you know, and I can see, I don't know. It could go both ways, right? If he was getting really rude with it, no, them or whatever. But I'm like, sorry, it can't go both ways. No, no. This is kind of an overstep, overreach. And it's, then you're violating the, the social distancing rule by arresting him. And you're putting him in jail with the other people who are in jail because, well, screw those people. Well, how is he violating social distancing if he's if he lives with his wife and his daughter? Like, I don't understand how he violated well, that part. the sign at the Donaldson Except Park said... Except for he was at a park. Yeah, so the park sign did say closed, but in small print reads... In groups of no more than four persons, parks remain open for walking, hiking, biking, running, and similar activities. So, even under their standards, he still hadn't violated this. This wasn't even like if he, he had even if he of... had, even yeah. if they had, they should have been like, "Hey, you can't, you can't do this activity." Da 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 da. Um, and and if if you want to ask him to leave, if if the park is 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 privately owned or whatever, then then you know you could get in trouble for trespassing. But that's it. Like you can't nope. you can't be arrested for doing lawful activities. It's Check not... this part out. During the contact, none of the officers had none of the officers had masks on. None of them had gloves on, 
and they're in my face handcuffing me. They're touching me, he said. <laughs> but to to their credit, he ended up being released within 10 minutes. So he, he was held... And, you know, he was probably, what's it, what do they call that? When you're well, not then arrested. he was detained, not arrested. Detained, yes. So the article is a little But I'm pretty here. sure that, I don't think that's the one that I'm thinking of, because I'm pretty sure the one that I uh, heard of, the, the guy was actually arrested and he was actually charged. And I don't remember. Hmm. I mean, um, was he pushing his luck being out about? Maybe. But should you have, I mean, have you taken Paisley but, out at all, here, Harley, during this? Yes, but I think my biggest thing right now that I hate for quarantine is that playgrounds are closed. I get you don't want a bunch of people there, but I'm at an empty park. What the What does it matter? You know, I've took her, me and Nate took her on a a couple bike rides, but we stopped at like this, like, like ghetto playground like everything was broken playground but she just wanted to go down the slides and we were tired so we were like okay so we stopped there and the next day they wrote it off and wrote red flags all over it do not enter this park like really who really what i'm not gonna catch corona on this one i'm gonna catch aids i'm not it's not i don't know what you want me so, you know what's funny about gross, that? That means somebody probably called I mean, I had a hand sanitizer. You know I know. Mean? That's like, what it means. Because, and that's the part of my, my thing being like, you remember a while ago, last year, you could post whatever on Facebook, but then if somebody reported you, they'd put a cover on your photo. So it says if you want to see this photo, it would give a warning, right? Uncover photo or uncover video. Yeah. I'm kind of okay with that. But the point being, they were encouraging people to report each other. <laughs> And that's what's going on even with this quarantine. I'll admit, listen, at the beginning of this thing, I was kind of all in because I feel that other people probably in my case were like this too. We're all pretty decent people. Like we wanted to do what was right by old people. Yeah. We wanted to do what right was by those that were doing well, even if it meant a severe financial hit to us. We all teamed up and we're like, all right, let's do this. Now we're meh, more than a month down the road, month and a half. And now it's coming to find out that this is starting to sound like this was all just some giant ruse and some sort of massive simulation that they decided to run on us. And I'm kind of pissed because we all did our part and there are people who are being arrested. There are people who are being encouraged to call one another. It's it's kind of a mess across the board. Do you have extremists on the other side? Yes, that bothers me. Should we take this serious? Sure, for those that are sick. But at this point... I mean, Michael, what was that video you sent me with those two doctors in California and their video got taken, keeps keeps getting taken down from YouTube? Have you guys seen this at all? I don't remember what his name is. Uh, you haven't seen this? They basically sat down. They're from California, which, come on, guys, it's California. Um, but the point being, it was basically saying, didn't it say something like less than 0.083% of people were being affected at this point because the, na- the numbers were being tainted? Well, I mean, he definitely yeah, said that. Yeah, because the hospitals but... were p- reporting false information. Yeah, yeah, he definitely mentioned that, um, you know, like, it's it's being way over, uh, I don't know, politicized, I guess, is, is probably the best word for it. And, you know, it's being, it's being um, overstated what, what it's actually doing, and, and they're using that to cause problems for people with with your rights and that kind of stuff but i mean that's that's more or less what he was saying was that we don't really need to keep like 
a stay at home order. It needs to be, you know, like, yeah, if you have it, you should probably, you know, yeah, you it probably should be quarantine yourself. People. You know, the people that, that, you know, already are sick. That's that's the way that quarantine's supposed to work. But and I could have got it maybe when it all began, like the, the beginning. I was all in. Plus, we were all tired of working, so like getting a week off. Everybody was like, "Heck yeah!" You know what I mean? But like once you've exceeded the three weeks to month point, the month point now, at what point are we gonna say, "Okay, maybe we need to get out and test our immune system a little bit"? Now, somebody might be getting pissed that I'm even saying that, but it's, there's some there's evidence to back this up. The oh, I more, feel that 100. percent The more we are subjected to just one to two to three people, the weaker our immune system people. can become. Yeah, as a whole. So, oh, yeah. but, but, well, that's my thing. Like being a waitress, like I built up a huge immunity, and now I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, I feel like I'm gonna get sick for anything. Like I, that's the only thing I'm afraid of. Is like I'm gonna get sick for anything because I'm not doing it. I'm not dealing with the public as much as I was before, and now I'm gonna give it to my kid. Like that's my only weird. I'm like, damn, dude. Like we're not even, we're not even trying right now. <laughs> What about this, too? Why is it, why is it that something like 95% of all the businesses that were shut down were small businesses? 20 people or less as employees. There's, you know what I mean? The major chains, they're up and running still. I got McDonald's today. I got Taco Bell today. Yeehaw. But, like, the local diner that we really liked, they shut down. And I don't know if they're ever going to be able to reopen because they just opened, like, three months before this all started. Who knows? Maybe they're going to. Maybe there'll be funds for them. I don't know. Yeah. But it is weird how certain things were allowed to stay open, and then these things were not allowed. I mean, they, listen. Well, they Tyson, said that at the on the news. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was waiting for you. Um, they said on the news, like I was at my dad's house the other night, and he said, which mind you. I've took quarantine completely serious this entire time, but I'm still going to see my parents and Nate's parents. Like, it's just going to happen. Family's family. Um, But so I went to my dad's and he said that on the news, they said that one in five restaurants will be completely shut down after this. And um, somehow, some way, they suspect that the coronavirus will be held in for two years from now. How can they estimate that? Like, how do you how do you figure I don't. I just don't get that. Like, yeah. There, th- and this is where the more that I started to look this up over the last like week, I've gotten more pissed because in the beginning when people were saying it was all man-made, and I was like, I don't know, guys. Like, I don't know. Like, let's not go there just yet. But then the more and more evidence has come out. There were people who were saying back in 2017. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Something like Dr. Fushi or something like that. That said, Trump's administration was going to face a major pandemic. How did you predict this in 2017? It, it there's too much that starts to add Obama up. Obama said it too. Well, that's true. Yeah, no, Obama said that. It, it, this is the part where it's like, perhaps they were just generally stating it, right? It might have been a general statement of, "Hey, we may face a pandemic," versus the guy who specifically said, "You know, this timeline, this is going to happen." But um, I, I don't know. I what I guess what I'm saying is. There's too much that our government's lied to us on before. We're going to, in the next couple of episodes, Mike and I are going to bring forth some real cases that have happened in the past two decades or three decades for you guys to see. Because I understand you probably don't trust us right now. You're listening to us. You're ready to turn us off. I don't know. But just give it a couple more episodes. <laughs> we'll continue to present evidence that shows here is the evidence. We're not just trying to make this up. And I'm not trying to sway you to think one way or the other. All I'm trying to do is challenge you to say, hey, Take a minute, step back, ask yourself why you believe the way you believe, 
and tr do you truly believe the way you believe? Had you had to defend the way that you believe? Um, I don't know, Michael. What are your thoughts? Am I am I a dick for saying that? The, the <laughs> government would lie. Well, no, no the, the the taking a step back and you know <laughs> defend your actual thoughts and. No, I think I think everybody, including myself, benefits from trying to pick apart your own argument. And if you if you can prove yourself wrong, then you know obviously you probably need to reevaluate what your thought pattern is about something. But as far as the coronavirus, I mean, there's a lot of people I don't think take it very seriously, but there's also a lot of people who take it extremely seriously. And there's a, I'm sure I'm a, I am 90% sure that the crisis that has happened over the fear mongering on this, this pandemic, if you want to call it that, um, has been, has been way worse for people than the actual virus itself and has affected far more people. I mean, you, especially when you, you were talking about small business owners, like, uh, I mean, there's tons of small businesses that are going to go out of business um, because either they lost their lease to whatever property they had because, you know, they're not oh, making wait. any money. Sorry. Nice. Uh, <laughs> they're not making any money, so it's it's hard for them to stay in business. Um, they might not have the employees that they had when they come back because they might have found different jobs. Like, there's tons of stuff. That's going to really screw over all the small businesses that really America is built on. I mean, you you can't like like, yeah, there's lots of huge corporations, but the little guys are are huge portion it's building of blocks. So it's I don't know. I think there's going to be there's going to be a lot of there's still going to be a lot of crap from this. I mean, if you think about how much more we added to the debt to just to give everybody their stimulus check, and now every state with the CARES Act is adding another nine hundred or six hundred dollars to uh, every week for unemployment, like we're we're going trillions of dollars, trillions and trillions of dollars in debt. To, Here's my favorite part this. about that. Did, now, did you or did you not hear other way on this, Micah? Did you hear that we may have to pay this all back in taxes next year? Oh, there's no way you can pay that all back in taxes in a single year. Correct, right? But this is the other part where I'm like, mother trucker, first of all, any money you're giving us is probably taxes that I paid in. It's probably my money. You're going to tax me for taking money going, okay, you may borrow it back, but I'm going to tax you on that money, and then you give it back again. I'm going to tax you. Um... <laughs> I, I I know that like the they're 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 like stimulus loans and that kind of stuff to different businesses. A lot of those are going to have to be paid back yeah. because they're loans. They're not. Um, I don't believe that. I didn't. At least I didn't hear anything about like your, the stimulus check that you yeah, received that is. is is something that you have to pay back. Um, but I I don't know. I'm sure there's going to be some type of way that they're going to screw you out. Of, you know. I mean, like, now, it's just... Harley, if you, if you don't mind me asking real quick, since we're on the politics, we might as well hit it. You're you're considered a millennial, right? You're, are you millennial or Gen Z? Wait, did I say that wrong? No, yeah, Gen I'm, Z. I believe I'm millennial. What year were you? Born? I believe I'm millennial. Ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're a millennial. Now, what is interesting about millennials? Why? Do you, why have you never vote? Like the whole idea of voting and kind of disassociating yourself from politics. 
I think there's something to that. Like, why is it, do you think you said the whole idea of trying to get involved with that kind of stuff or hearing about it gives you deep-rooted fear? So do you think that that was by chance or is it a majority of millennials who are not really paying attention to politics? Um, I don't, I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's how you're raised. Um, like I, my mom doesn't vote, but my dad does. And I was raised more by my mom and she never watched the news. My dad does. I think it's more of how you're raised. I, uh, I, I don't view voting like it's necessary. Yes. Cause you need to have a per- good person to vote in whoever, but realistically any of the candidates for the past, however long I've been able to vote are stupid. Like I don't want to vote for any of them because none of them, in my opinion, are good choices. If it becomes a good choice where I'm like, damn, that person really needs to win. I might vote, but so far they have not had, anybody that seems worthy enough to run a fucking country because they're all morons any nice political way <laughs> like this like with donald trump to you by yeah <laughs> well I, you know what's well, funny about like that with donald trump he literally won it because he has money and he swore that he would get us out of debt because he's a bajillionaire but like he didn't and he can't and he fumbles his words and he te- tweets things that he can't even pronounce he's stupid stupid I'm, stupid I'm, I'm and i could tell the, you that from watching one of his reality shows i'm holding on to the table here because mike is <laughs> the ginger rage is about to be triggered <laughs> no i'm just kidding no I'm kidding. no you, yeah whatever i'm sorry <laughs> no 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 sorry. like we've said freedom you of don't need to apologize you for your opinion um i just i, I, I personally mean, he, he has good aspects in some points yes but Okay. I think, like I said, I just, I, I think, on certain certain things that there's there's a lot of people that are just misinformed. I'm sure I'm probably, you know, just as misinformed on plenty of subjects as everybody else. But um, I, I think, given a fair shake, uh, I know you you mentioned something about Obama earlier. I didn't really want to get into that personally. I feel like Obama is probably the worst president we've ever had. Um, he he's, he was not a good president, and he added he added trillions and tri- he tripled our freaking national debt. Um, and no no president in history has ever done that, and Trump still hasn't done that. And we're going through a freaking pandemic, so um, it's I don't know. It's just. See, yeah, I mean, not just they all that. have good aspects. I mean, Donald Trump has his aspects that are good about him, but I think the way they present themselves is the most, some of them can be the most unprofessional. Like, yes, like I said, I don't watch news, so I am very outdated with any information on Donald Trump, but I think the way he holds himself, the way he presents himself, the way he talks, the way he reads, the way he just is, I think he just presents just, himself just as a very him as a human. stupid person. China. Um, Basically, <laughs> no. look, I'm not defending no, his personality because, and, and quite frankly, I really don't give a flying fudge stick um, well, what his personality. Yeah, wow. I know, I know. I don't. I really don't care what what the, what a person does or is in their personal life. I care about the results that you see. And up until March 20th, um, 
I mean, the economy was the best it had ever been in the country. And it's really, really, really hard to argue that one, that's Obama's doing, and two, that um, that somehow he's still like the worst president and, and comparable to Hitler. I just, I don't know. It, it, it blows my mind that there's so many people out there that, no, that, it's that funny can compare that, uh, Trump to Hitler. It's unbelievable. Like, there's no, it's literally people out there that yeah. will do that. Well, I was going to ask Harley, because, I mean, and Harley, again, you should listen at any time. And I know it's hard, but if you feel like you're expressing an opinion that disagrees with us or whatever, or Micah, I get that expressing your own opinion can be hard in that situation. But definitely feel free, like, literally, no way, shape, or form are you going to come away from this and Mike can be like, oh, oh you're good. Here again. But my point being. He's never coming you... on this show again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't control Facebook. how you feel about it, but, yeah, I don't, I don't hold any hard feelings towards but, anybody that expresses a different opinion. But from that point of view, I guess, with you not being a fan of Trump at all, do you think that the comparisons there are too far? Do you think people, when they, I guess when they go straight to that, where you're a racist bigot if you support Trump, do you think that that's too far of a stretch, or is that a fair assessment? Um, if you support Trump, I, okay, anybody, yeah, I was going to say, because I don't care who you vote for. You obviously view them some way, somehow good fit. Um, my biggest thing was with Trump that for some reason, I like I said, I don't watch the news. I'm going to keep reiterating that because I could be wrong. But with Obama or any other president, it didn't seem like they posted as much bad stuff as they do with Trump. Like with Trump, anything that and everything that is wrong, it's Trump's fault. That is no, true. So I mean, like, you see, you see a bad, you see Trump in a bad light. I see Trump in a bad light because when I turn the TV on, if I do turn the TV on to that aspect, it's because Trump like bombed Syria or Trump did a chemical warfare or Trump is trying to like kill Kim Jong whatever the stupid o- name Obama, is like he, Obama it's always bombed Syria bad. more and Obama spent more money on <laughs> bombing other countries than any president in history um so I yeah. think that See, I'm just like, I'm, I'm not that. trying to argue I'm just yeah, saying just, like and personally I feel like there's a huge media agenda against Trump yes. and I'm not defending Trump in any uh, you know it's like, on I, any of the presidents but there can be massive push there is massive like if you look at most left-leaning media which I know CNN will convince you that they're not uh they are um but any 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 platform that is left of center is going to be bashing trump like 24 hours a day and it's it just yeah. seems to be the way that it's been since he got a, i mean like even before he, he was president elect and they were still like i mean like obviously they thought he was a complete joke when he was running and we there was did. a lot of people that made fun of him <laughs> we all did <laughs> I, I didn't think he was going to win. Uh, when when I heard it was Hillary and Trump, um, I mean, I wasn't going to vote for Hillary because, well, we all know that I wasn't going to vote for Hillary. Because you're sexist bigot. Yes. Yeah. I believe in the patriarchy and uh, it doesn't doesn't have room for ma- or for females. Um, anyway. How rude. Yeah. No, I've got no problems with a woman being president, just not that woman. Um, so anyway, uh, when, when I, when I, when I heard that that was, that was who was running, I was like, well, I mean, Hillary's gonna, she's gonna take, you know, she's probably gonna take our guns away and that kind of stuff. She's gonna at least try. 
Uh, well, and then just Trump. The print. Yeah, I mean, we did just fall right into that. It's probably what would have happened, to be honest. Um, and then Trump, I, I assumed he was going to start. I think this is not focused. Yeah, move move again, your I'm face sure. in a little. Move your face move, in. Move my face in. Okay. Is this better? Uh, okay. There, there we go. There we go. There you go. Is that better? It's better. Yeah, Maybe. I don't care. Um, <laughs> but with with Trump, I really thought he was going to start World War Three. Honestly, did. Um, and then I was I was very pleasantly surprised. Well, that's like surprised. all the media shows. Like, well, I they guess depict the, him like that though, because I mean, he was on a bunch of reality shows, and he depicts himself as a very stupid. Like, he doesn't he he shows himself as somebody who doesn't really care for other people. He presents himself that way. He him himself presents himself as he doesn't care for others. So, I feel like it's easier to put a bad name on him than a good name. So, all the bad like the left sides that are like coming for him, I feel like it's easier to come for him because he depicts himself as someone who's kind of cold hearted. So I feel it's like it's easier to be like it's Trump's fault because he's a dick, than to be like yeah you know actually he actually kind of like tried you know he tried. You know what I think's funny is if you don't mind, I think you just said it perfectly there Harley I really think you did but if you might if you don't mind my asking you mentioned you don't watch the news to get your information which I'll admit I don't a lot I keep up with the news enough to like stay in the loop but I don't use it as my only source of information I just like to see what everybody else is hearing. Would you say that you get about 90% of your news or information from Facebook? Um, yes. Or those stupid, like, I'll be, like, on Netflix or something, and those stupid Ambler alerts with Trump's face pops up, and they're like, you need to listen to this. And I'm like, fuck, dude. This is not what I signed up for. (laughs) So is that? I have. I've gotten, like, four of them, and I'm like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not feeling it. (laughs) You know how there's an algorithm on Facebook that watches you and knows your profile, so what it does is it, okay, so what it basically does, and it does this to all of us. I try to screw with mine. You can turn that off. Well, you, you can, but what no, I'm saying is it doesn't no, really go away. No, you, it makes yeah, you, you think. No, you <laughs> but the point being, what will happen is it sees what you're liking or into, and then it only shows you stuff. It's called, what is that called? The echo chamber effect. So what happens is you're only seeing things on Facebook or seeing things projected back to you that fit what you currently believe. Now, what this does is divide people up even more than identity politics really does. And it makes you think that everyone in the world is saying only what you think. And the information you're going to get is only yeah. going to be from that point of view. So you're not going to see yeah. things that challenge you. And also, and I'm not pissed at any individual over this. I'm pissed at Facebook over this. But this is something that needs to be called out. And they, they have been called out over this. And Google's just as guilty or worse. Um, my point being, if the person at the top of whatever that major platform is doesn't agree with whoever's in office doesn't even have to be trump just whoever they can affect the information that you're receiving period so don't you think it's funny and i thought you said it perfectly when you said every major news or everything is telling me the same thing now don't you think that's a bit conspicuous even if it was anything whatever the story was if everybody was saying the exact same thing literally forbatim we can send you videos we've posted it on our page too where the news the guy pulls up literally like 20 to 30 stations and i'm not kidding harley they are saying the exact they're reading the same script and it's because one person owns all those news articles and that's the part that bothers me 
you can be trying to do what's right. You can be trying to actually get information. And fair point to you, if you check more, for God's sake, nobody wants to have time to go and check three to four different sites to see if it's right. But if you do check three or four and they all agree, guess what? That just became a fact for you. And you kind of did yeah. your part. But ultimately, there's this giant smoke screen in front of all of us. And for us to get through it, to view it in a different way is hard. And if you even try to entertain, like the conversation you and I and Mike are having right now, if we were having this on Facebook, could you imagine the uproar that'd be taking place right now? <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm dead serious. Am I? I'm not wrong. How dare am I? you talk about my husband Trump like that? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, there's there is something about that. I guess that's what I keep asking myself so much lately: is why is it that you have to either love Trump or hate Trump? Why are we separated in these two categories? Why are we not looking at right. numbers? Again, I'm not saying that's all that matters. Would it help to have somebody who's a good person? Sure. Is Trump somebody I trust around my family to hang out with my wife? I don't know. Probably not. Maybe no. not. I don't know, right? But my point being, if I wanted him to turn a business around, my, I, I would probably listen to Trump. Like if I actually ran into the guy and he gave me some advice on the street, I would lean an ear in. I would lean an ear in to anybody who's any big business, whether you're left, right, or whatever. If they were actually giving that advice, I, I don't know. I, again, I'm not saying I'm some massive Trump supporter, but I do think it is funny that he's the one guy. Now, Obama received a lot of heat, too. Don't act like he didn't get heat. But I don't know that anybody's gotten it quite as bad as Trump. And that's because Trump doesn't help his case. Like you said, with him getting on Twitter and... I don't think he helps his case. I think he, he so hurts stupid. himself just as much. He's so stupid. <laughs> but what I do think is important to call out is that look at how hard or uncomfortable it can be to just have the conversation we're having, right? And we're not even being rude or mean to each other, but do you feel that even in the back of your head a little bit, do you almost feel like this is a conversation we aren't supposed to be having? Like, do you feel that a little bit or no? Mm-mm. No. I'm just saying, in general. No I, feel, no, I feel like it's something that, no, I feel like it's something that should be allowed to be talked about. I mean, like, if we, yeah, if you were doing it on Facebook, I feel like someone would, I swear like, to God, you like, put it on Facebook, someone, you're going to take it. FBI would flag it, would flag it, yeah. But it I feel FBI, like it's something that like, needs to be talked about because it's something that's... <laughs> Delete. <laughs> yep. Hashtag <laughs> uh, But, yeah. Hashtag you thought, <laughs> but <laughs> you're like, it's something that needs to be talked about because it's something that's like your everyday life. We're not ran by a queen or a king. We're ran by a president. And so we have to rely on that president to make sure that we're okay. And I guess alive ish, not, not literally physically alive, but like mentally, like financially alive, like thriving. Are we ran by so, President Micah? Uh, I mean, technically, yes. Technically, the United States president is the most powerful person in the, in the world. <laughs> but um, I, I do, I do think that local, local um, elections are, are probably far more important than who the president is, uh, because they do have a hundred percent a direct effect on your life. And they can, you know, they do like raising your property taxes, raising your, um, 
you know, your, your, just your, your city taxes, that kind of stuff, whether or not your roads actually get fixed, um, you know, what your kids are eating at school, all that kind of crap is a lot of that is a local election. And I think that that is far more important than who the president is. The president doesn't have that much influence on your personal life. Well, but I think there's, you know, the three branches of government exist for a reason, too. What do you, what do you got? The legislative branch, the crap. Judicial. Judicial, and then the presidential. So I, there is a balance to things, and I think people forget that, too. I guess my point is that we put way too much on the a president, you know? That's true, but, but like, you also, you, when you were talking about, like, politicians being, you know, bought and paid for it. <laughs> Guess who legislators and mm-hmm. um, judicial holla, holla, branch big are? Fama. I mean, especially like judges. In my opinion, I think judges have far too much power. Um, it is amazing how much power judge they have. they have. They have so much leeway where they basically get to dictate what the freaking law is, yeah. and you don't and really. They can yeah, also they, interpret. And they don't really have much. They don't really have much accountability for it. Uh, I mean, yeah, if someone really, really, really abuses their power, you know, they might eventually catch up to them. But a judge can do pretty much whatever they freaking want. There's a especially reason. those. There's a especially reason. Like, oh, sorry, Mike. Like uh, the Supreme Court and that kind of stuff. If you think about, like, um, Judge Kavanaugh, he's appointed, right? He's, he's in there for life. The only way he can be outed is if he gets impeached out of it. Um, and chances are good that ain't gonna happen. So stuff like that, like those judges are are there, and if they are piss poor at their jobs, well, there's not a whole lot you can really do about it. And that kind of stuff, it you know, I think is is probably more important than who the president is. Yeah, like I was gonna say, there's a reason why the old school mafia used to make sure they had politicians and judges bought and paid for. You need them. There's a reason. They understood the laws. They understood the way they could get around it in a illegal, legal manner. <laughs> so, and, and real quick, I know we all got to get going here. So, in, in closing, um, Harley, I apologize. We told everybody we were going to talk about Jack the Ripper. I know we do not have enough time to do that. So, we're going to have to have you back on. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> talk about Jack the Ripper. Um, is there anything you just want to add, real quick? Though I don't want you to. I don't want you to leave on a sour note or feel like you got a. You know, you got attacked here by the. Got a thrashing. I really, really needed to talk about Jack the Ripper, but since we can't talk about that, <laughs> no. But I mean, is there no, anything you I just... think oh, he's going to stop interrupting Sorry, you, like the like the mansplaining. No, thing you're good. <laughs> you're good. You're going to sit there, and he's going to shut his mouth, and he's going to let the woman talk as I as I talk over her. <laughs> How dare you, boy. We're, you can't see us, no, Harley, but we're both um, making the zip sign. Crap, I talked over her. Dang it, mother truck. <laughs> God damn it, <laughs> Hey, go check on Paige. <laughs> no, again. No, I think it's all pretty good. It's not distracting me. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Shut up. Yeah, for your opinion. Um, I don't know what I was going to say. He interrupted me. Oh, we were you just all asking. interrupted me. All of you yeah, men interrupted me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> Patriarchy, I will, man. I will say this in, uh, in closing, I guess. Misogynist. I appreciate <laughs> you coming out of the show, first of all, and being 
uh, such a supporter of it. I really do appreciate that. So thank you. And, you know, number two would be thank you for having the conversation um, that might be uncomfortable. I, I It sounds weird. I get uncomfortable about it, but I kind of like thrive on conversations that make me uncomfortable because I don't feel I can learn more or get a better understanding of that person's point of view or just a topic in general if I'm not a little uncomfortable, you know, because that whole idea of the echo chamber. If I just keep talking to people that believe and think the same as me. Am I really growing or challenging my thought process? See, I like kind of like opinionated differences because I can always play like the devil's advocate. Like I can see both sides to each thing. Like I'm not going to just be like, my opinion is right and I'm always right and 100% right. Like I can see the side of both sides. So those conversations aren't hard for me because I like to see where people are coming from. Like I used to spark debates with like abortion and like the Ooh. breastfeeding topic like and vaccines like i used to spark those conversations because i i want you to be able to see my side but i also want to be able to make you work for your opinion i don't want you to just have a set opinion to be like i'm right i want you to be like no i'm right because this fact this fact this fact i don't want you to just be like my opinion is always right because i just view it's right like why is your opinion right tell me why mm-hmm. it's right yeah well, I think that's great because it makes the person cha- – you challenge that person to actually, if nothing else, like I've always said, what happens from that is you either realize that what you believe is right because you have the facts to back it up or you all of a sudden you come to a new revelation that perhaps the way you thought or someone made you think is not actually accurate. No one had just ever challenged you on it, so you never thought of it differently. Yeah. Yep. Well – all right, Micah, you want to add anything? No, I, <laughs> I know we're all getting ready to get, we'll, we'll hop off here. I just wanted to say thank you, Harley, for coming on. I know I've said it like five times now, but I do genuinely appreciate it. We're going to have to get you set up next time. We'll, we got to get like a mic for you and a camera over there. We'll get your computer hooked up. We'll bring you back on. We can talk about Jack the Ripper. We can bring up the abortion stuff and vaccines. Um, that's. Have you noticed vaccines have really like on our page? That has been like... Anytime vaccines are mess- like, mentioned, <laughs> dude, that thing blows up in like 20 minutes with very aggressive opinions on either yeah, side. should just vaccines dot 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 post it. Find out what happens. <laughs> Tonight's episode, You're get vaccines. Your, like, throat came at. Well, I mean, we didn't really talk about vaccines. Oh you really should just put tonight's episode, Trump and parenting, dot, dot, dot. There would be so many questions. Trump giving parental advice since 2020. Anyways. Oh, my gosh. Well, um, I think I'm good. I don't have anything else really to add to this one. I don't know if there's anything. You guys want to give a shout-out to anybody, Harley? Free hop off here to uh, – or adoring fans around the world. Dude, I'm so excited we have people in the Netherlands and Scotland listening now. Our mother people. I mean, like five generations back, but still, you know, like. Yeah, it's good, good representation there. Yeah. Came from monkey. They're barbarians. It sounds like a caveman. Yeah, I don't. By the way, if you live in the Netherlands or you're Scottish, I don't think that that's how you operate. I don't think you're decisive. Now, if you're Irish, uh, well, you know, it's. We'll talk and smack about you, Fight. Listen, I have a lot of Irish in me, and I'll tell you right now. When people get in the argument of the difference between Irish and Scottish, dude, it, listen. 
Scottish had a system. They had government. They had so much more structure. The Irish were barbarians who beat the crap out of each other and were bloody alcoholics. Still are, but, you know, just saying. Not so much hate on you guys, but, like, the old... The Scottish were a little better. That's all I'm saying. A little more. I feel like that's not too much far off than me and Nate. Like, I feel like I can drink and beat the crap out of him. <laughs> Did someone call CPS, right? Oh, wait, CPS is for kids. Yeah, he gave me the dirtiest look. I forgot about when we did have you on and yeah. we did talk about Jack the Ripper. Call we CPS were on my husband. We were genuinely concerned for Nate's for safety. For Nate's safety. We were yeah, like, we were. someone check on his health insurance policy right now. I mean... <laughs> I was I not the only one that admitted to, mur like, wanting to murder someone, okay? Mm -hmm. A buck fifties. He's in pretty good shape. I think he's he's got you. What? Uh, Nate's a solid one eighty four now, bro. One fifty. Surprise. No. It, I'm the guess right one. Now. I think he was no. one fifty five when he used to hang out with us, and I can't. No, he's probably that much. He's weight. probably in the one seventy one eighty range. Dude, Nate's like a beast. He's, he's not. Little... He's like what are you one one fifty eight one sixty one sixty five. Uh, we split no, the difference. A little, little bit more than yeah, yeah. but not much. That's true. And by the way, guys, I think, I think he's got it. I think it's the, the end of the show. I'd be betting on Nate. It is the end of the show, but uh, Harley does, fun fact about her, play uh, a unique sport. I forgot that we, I wanted to bring that up last time, and we never brought that up. So I guess you could tell people about, real quick what that is. Roller derby. Roller derby. <laughs> Can you go out of the room real quick? <laughs> Hold on, it's really Brittany weird to really talk like to play in front of Nate. Roller derby. <laughs> yeah, have you thought about recruiting Brittany oh. at all? I told her to join my team. She said that she doesn't quite know. So there's that. Well, but... she hasn't. She hasn't been on rollerblades and. Excuse me, sir. Um, it's roller skates, so get it right or don't talk skates about it. Skates are the <laughs> single line wheels. That's what we no, used to no, do. No, no, rollerblades roller... are the single line. No, that's roller, roller skates. Skate. That's rollerblades. Yeah, rollerblade, rollers. What what was I calling them? Roller skates. Rollerblades. Yeah, yeah. You were saying that what they play on is rollerblades, but they're not. They're roller skates. Roller skates. Yeah. Okay. You just might have said it. Whatever. But yeah, it's a tough sport. It's. I've only ever seen a few highlights from it, and I'll tip my hat to anybody who plays that because that's. I don't know if it's. It's not like rugby tough, but you guys actually like hit each other, right? Like you can. Oh, it can be. It. Oh, it. It. Yeah. It's mainly. It's. It's kind of like football and basketball on skates it sounds really funny but like the jammer is the girl that has a star in her head and her objective is to get through the pack so technically she's kind of like the ball in a way like if she if you're comparing it to basketball she's like a ball and all of the other people on the track are the hoop well i guess they're just the rebounds so her getting out of the pack is like her making it in the hoop so every person she passes is a point um but when I say, like, it's kind of like rugby, the last girl that I took a picture with, she was off skates, mind you, off skates. She was seven foot and 366 pounds, and I came to the bottom of her boob. Like, her boob sat on my head. I was like, this is not okay. <laughs> I'm oh not okay God. with this. Yeah, the women in roller derby pounds. are, like, men. They are men, men. Like, I... They're not obviously. They're not men, but well, you did. Play I don't with the know what that was. women eat. Yeah, but uh, that's another topic. We're not gonna. 
<laughs> Min playing Derby 2. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I've played against men, and there's co-ed teams where you can play with men and women, and I'm terrified of the women. Women, like, when I was like, playing against men versus women, like, men and women, I was more scared of the women than I was the men. And the one guy... I would say is like your size will like your build your height like he was a big dude and he hit hard but his wife hit harder and she hit a lot <laughs> meaner i was like i don't want it i don't want that one uh-uh. i don't want uh, her yeah I, I mean in my personal opinion I don't, I don't mean this in any negative way but i feel like if you're playing in a co-ed like sport co-ed. the and, and maybe i'm wrong maybe and maybe i am but you're not the biggest person, and if this guy is William's size, he's not gonna put all his effort into pushing you around. Like, oh no, he did. Oh no, he did. He, he did. He did not give two shits. He did. No, I swear to God on my life, because he even said at the beginning, he was like, "I'm just letting you know, you chose to play against me, so what you get is what you get." Like, he didn't care. He had no mercy, and he hit hard. I, oh, he hit hard. But it was the way he hit because he's so tall. He hit me towards my shoulders. Yeah, so, it, I mean, it knocked me over. Yes. Like, it knocked me over. Yes. But it, she knocked me over from my hips and my thighs. Like, she mm-hmm. hit me from my hips to my thigh. I fell so hard. I flew. Like, I was like, I don't like her. Yeah, because like isn't it, it like you guys Man. are on it for people that obviously you're just listening on audio imagine you know a normal track you guys are just skating around this track and every time you can pass the finish line you get points correct while passing people as well it's every time you pass a person every no every time you every person you pass is a point now how do they track so they're trying their objective is to try to get you to not pass them so that's why they swing people forward like you'll see teammates grab a girl's hand and then they'll like throw them forward to like give them momentum yeah yep because that's like a we call that a hole like she's creating a hole so she's getting me through so her hole made me pass four people so that's four points so their objective really is to just try to get me to not pass them so hitting me out taking taking me back which is like if someone gets hit out of the rink they have to be taken took back so like a girl will skate 15 feet back and you have to come in behind her and it's super exhausting and super like draining so it's just a constant cat and mouse game it's so stupid but so fun honestly it's so rough my mom honestly like my mom plays and she's broken like all of her fingers she's broke her nose she's broke her clavicle i'm like yeah okay i want to play too mom okay (laughs) and then you do (laughs) <laughs> well, the I point I was bringing knock up, on wood, have not gotten hurt yet. First of all, I tip my hat to you because you know, I, I, I like anything that's like physically challenges people, anyways, in athletics. Even though I don't look like it, uh, I do like physically athletic stuff, um, or at least tip my hat to them. So I tip my hat to you. But also, we have quite a few listeners in the Adrian area, as well as the place that Micah lives, and I'm not allowed to say because I keep saying it out loud. <laughs> And point being, in your general place of area, there are quite a few listeners from our show. So if you want to mention your team's name and where they can look you guys up and check you out if they want. Um, my new team is called Irish Hills Bombshells. We're from Onstead. Um, and you can find our page on Facebook. As of right now, due to Corona, we're pretty oh, much Paris. out for the season. <laughs> the virus! <laughs> um, so right now we've canceled bouts until June, 
we might be able to do some more later on after that. We usually have a season until November, so we might be able to. Um, usually, if on our Facebook, if we're having a bout, you can see where and like what time and all that. So if you're in the area, you can go or we do travel. So there was one this year before the Corona, we had one scheduled for nine hours up north. So you can always go like, you can always see where we're going. Yeah. Me and my mom used to go to Kentucky. So I mean, (laughs) I think it was, it was pretty close up there. That's ways, but it was Kingsford. I think it was right next to Marquette. Wow. No, yeah, that's way up there. But, well, anyways, yeah, yeah no, so, I, I think Christy and I talked about, like, once things get back to normal, we'd have to come out one time and, you know, check it out and see what it's all about. I think it'd be fun to watch anyways, either way. <laughs> it'd be kind of funny. I mean, it sounds terrible, but why do we laugh when people get hit and knocked down? We're all like, oh, like, you're kind of concerned, but at the same time, you're like, dang. <laughs> Dude, up. that is the biggest reason people come out is in a nice way. A lot of the audience just wants to see a, f- a fat girl fall on her butt. Like, it, I don't... That's the most thing I've ever heard from an audience is, dude, I just want to see a fat chick fall. Like, why? Why is that your motivation? (laughs) Oh, dude, it's so funny, though. But they have suicide seats. So they're seats that are basically directly on the rink. So we have our rink is roped off. So our out of bounds is where the rope is not. Um, And you basically can sit directly on the rope. So you can literally have people fall in your lap. So if you oh, want a bloody crap. eye with a beer, go right ahead of it. Have it. We're like, wow, that's pretty crazy. Fun for you. I kind of feel like nobody takes it serious right now. As far as roller derby, I, I kind of feel like in the next 15, 20 years, it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna blow up like the UFC did, but I think it's gonna be one of those events. One of the first start bringing in like yeah. knives and stuff. And well, no, 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 no. shaking but I'm people. Oh my gosh! I'm it's like I, I do think <laughs> as a sport overall, I, I think not. it's gonna gain some traction. You know, in the next twenty years, two decades or so. So, we shall see. It's already started to pick up. It's yeah. starting to be. It's more international now, and there's a bunch of. Um, I think the state itself has, or like the United States itself has, over maybe fifty. Would you knock it off, Nathan? Probably like. Hmm, I want to say fifteen thousand teams, because my one team was Holy ranked crap. in the thousands. So there's a lot of teams. It's just if they're ranked or if they're not ranked or if they're starting out, it's really hard to get a team to start out. So if they're started out, like it's it's hard to establish with. So some of those teams could have already been like dropped off and canceled. But there's some there's a thing. I don't really know what it's called, but there's a tournament that gets shipped overseas for roller derby. So they have to go play in Europe for a nice. huge like week like week long roller derby event <clears throat> hey real quick i just thought about it too before we end the show here what is the one thing we have not said on the show yet micah bro nurse i got him to say it ah, <laughs> oh my is gosh what I think it is? i've been trying for so long to get him to say that i don't think we can say anything oh, else and then a better note than that <laughs> Looks like Micah's lady's home anyway. So, Harley, it's been a pleasure talking with you and having you on. We'll definitely have to get something set up again. We'll get into the Jack the Ripper stuff and maybe some abortions and vaccines. So, um, we'll get something squared away for sure, okay? We'll get something squared away for sure, okay? All right. 
It is not just I'm juice. Down. <laughs> All right. Well, well, Micah goes and has a good evening. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was just juice. Not child. Yeah. That's adult juice right there. So. All right, guys. Uh, take it easy. Enjoy your evenings. And uh, as always, you know. Oh, I almost said it wrong. Uh, I almost said stay curious. No, it is right. God's sake. Stay curious. And keep it weird. Yeah, I was saying it all wrong. All right, guys. Enjoy your evenings.